Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, July 16th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Governor of Oklahoma tests positive for COVID. New Orleans shutting down bars to stop the contagion. California releases thousands of inmates to avoid the plague. President Trump's poll numbers rise in some polls. And New Yorkers implore Mayor de Blasio to bring back an anti-crime unit. Also ahead, now the loons want to cancel the Star Spangled Banner. But first, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt testing positive for COVID. The 47-year-old Republican attended President Trump's rally in Tulsa in June. His state now, one of the worst hotspots in the country with more than 22,000 cases. Oklahoma has a total population of just 4 million. The Big Easy closing saloons after cases of COVID spike in New Orleans. Hospitalizations for, hospitalizations for the disease dropped in June, but jumped up after the city reopened the bars on Bourbon Street. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards banning folks from drinking inside, but will allow business to offer customers cocktails to go. California releasing 18,000 prison inmates by the end of August. Department of Corrections says the decision will help, quote, protect the health and safety of the incarcerated population and staff. But what about the folks on the outside who these people might hurt? Anyway, the decision by Governor Newsom, because he had to back it, came in the midst of a new shutdown in California. Los Angeles now an epicenter of the disease right behind Miami. The latest daily tracking poll from Rasmussen says Donald Trump's ratings are on the rise since the 4th of July. 48% of voters approve of the president's performance after his speech at Mount Rushmore in South Dakota. Survey revealing just 54% believe Joe Biden is capable of debating before Election Day. Brooklyn leader Eric Adams asking Mayor de Blasio to bring back the NYPD's anti-crime unit, saying, quote, bad guys can do whatever they want. Well, that's obvious, as the violent crime rate, the shooting rate in New York City is up 277 percent. Thank you, Bill de Blasio. On you, brother. In a moment, the crazies want to replace the Star Spangled Banner with, we'll tell you, right after these announcements. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. You are not going to believe this, but it is absolutely true. A Los Angeles Times columnist named Jody Rosen wants to cancel the Star Spangled Banner. I guess it might make Jody feel unsafe, all those rockets red glaring, right? Anyway, Jody says the song is racist or could be racist or something and that the anthem has to go. Quote, the very idea of a national anthem, a hymn to the glory of the country, feels like a crude relic, another monument that may warrant being torn down. But if we must have an anthem, it should be far different than the one we have now, positing another kind of patriotism, an alternative idea of America. It would also be neat, Jody's word, neat, if it was, you know, a decent song, unquote. And Jody has a neat suggestion for the new anthem, a song by the late singer Bill Withers called Lean On Me. Let me, you know, quote the first stanza. Sometimes in our lives we all have pain, we all have sorrow, but if we are wise, we know that there's always tomorrow. Lean on me when you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. <laughs> Good song, but can you imagine at the Olympics, gold medal ceremony, American on the podium, and then you got the song behind him saying, Sometimes in our lives we... <laughs> this is what Jody and the far left nuts at the Los Angeles Times want. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm in a Saturday night live skit with Joust and Che. But this is true. This is in the paper. Of course, the LA Times may go bankrupt at any time. But I have some suggestions, Jody. I, I don't think this lean on me is going to work as the new national anthem. What I want, what I think a replacement could be, would be James Brown living in America. A little more grit for your bad self, Jody. It would be neat, would it not? Now, you remember James Brown living in America? It's featured in one of those Rocky movies. Very, very Good song. And then we have Neil Young rocking in the free world if we want to up-tempo it, you know? So I think if we replace the national anthem with living in America or rocking in the free world, that Colin Kaepernick and his buddies would, wouldn't kneel. I think they'd stand up and they'd start to kind of get down, right? Insane. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it Please go to BillOReilly.com for more commentary, which is honest, and join our campaign, Stand Up For Your Country. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 60 years ago this month, Chubby Checker's song, The Twist, became a national phenomenon. The record and its iconic dance took over radio stations and televisions across the country. All boomers remember that. But the tale behind the tune is fascinating. In 1959, a group called Hank Ballard and the Midnighters recorded this song, but didn't think it was really that good. The twist peaked at number 28 on the charts in 59. A local DJ in Baltimore recommended the twist to Dick Clark, then the host of American Bandstand. Clark tried to book Hank Ballard, but he couldn't do it. So Dick Clark searched for local Philadelphia musicians to play the twist on his show. He chose Chubby Checker and organized a last-minute recording session. Chubby appeared on American Bandstand and then the Dick Clark Saturday Night Show. The twist became an immediate sensation. The dance was popular with teens and their parents because it didn't involve the kids actually touching each other. Fine with me, as a fifth grader, I was twisting my butt off and didn't even need a partner. Chubby described the signature dance as, quote, putting out a cigarette with both feet and coming out of a shower and wiping your body with a towel to the beat or something. Chubby Checker capitalized off the song for his entire career, which is still going. He released Let's Twist Again in 1961 and then Slow Twist in a year later. He even re-recorded the lyrics in Italian, German, and French. By 1965, Chubby Checker had 22 top 40 hits. The Twist even had two movies, Don't Knock the Twist and Twist Around the Clock. The dance also made an appearance in Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. And here's something else you might not know. In 1962, The Twist reached number one again, becoming the second song ever to take the top spot on two separate occasions. The first one, Bing Crosby's White Christmas. I wonder if Bing did the twist. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the Internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.